ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the podcast. The Gentleman's Weekly here with Rob Smallwood. And you got to say it. And Keith Johnson. But why, why did you have to come on so sauced up? Hey, bro? that was, that was, I just That's unnecessary, it dog. It has to be a smooth entry. It, it's smooth, but you didn't have to come in here all like, we're not. This is how I'm feeling. not man. a panty dropping episode, dog. I have we, a, <laughs> I'm my, in a my wonderful man, space. My man fell in love and acting goofy now, hey, bro. Tell me about it. Let me, let, let's. Let's talk about love from a, I don't want to say from a man's perspective, because that sounds gross, but yeah, the gentlemanly way to talk about love and, and how it affects you and what it changes when you first embrace it um, and how you're feeling about it now. Um, you know, I, I'm, I was at a point in my life where I I would like literally like a week ago, <laughs> literally like 72 hours ago. Uh, <laughs> My brother, you fought so I was, hard, bro. I was, I was at an inflection point. Uh, and basically what ends up happening is you, you realize you have been living below your standards and, and expectations. Okay. And then someone just sweeps you off your feet. And then you, and then what was once intolerable mm-hmm. is now tolerable with the right person. Right. And, you know, do I love love? Yeah, I love love, but falling in love is the fun part. Because you're falling. It's, it's like you're just, you know. I describe falling in love that moment, you know when you get on an airplane and the, the fasten your seatbelt sign comes on mm-hmm. and then you got to take a shit? Mm-hmm. That's it's scary love, to you. That's right? what love is that's to me. That's exactly what it is to me. It's that it's that feeling that can't be quantified at any other moment. Maybe on a roller coaster, but right. you, roller coaster is like over in thirty seconds. Uh-huh. Flights are hours, right? And that's what the longevity of that fall. That's what it feels like. You have mm. no control over it. You have to. It's a literally uh, you surrendering. Yeah, you have to surrender. Mm-hmm. You have to really let go because it's not going to work otherwise. No. You, and if you if you don't surrender, it'll fold you. Yeah. It'll fold you quick. Mm-hmm. And then you'll be left there like, what? why did I even do this? Yeah. That's crazy. Um, there, Yeah, there, there's been there's been so many times where I'm just like, oh, I, I'm, I'm with people I just don't like. Yeah. Or I have to carry. I have to do the work mm-hmm. for. And it, it, it's like, ugh. I will say that's the worst part about being in a, an unhealthy relationship is being with somebody you love but you don't like. No one talks about that. Yeah, you that's can, a lot of people. Though. That's a lot of people. Mm-hmm. You can be with somebody you don't like but love them and want the best for them. Yeah, and that and that's when you have to to make very difficult decisions mm-hmm. or or if you feel it you have to pull back and then and then make the decision for yourself like, "Hey, I don't want to be in this situation." A lot of people aren't self-aware enough to do that or to realize that that's what they're doing or they are doing that. You know what I mean? Like, I think I've been guilty of that. Like just not necessarily using people, but, but opening people up that I shouldn't have opened up. Mm -hmm. Um, But then again, when I think back, I, I I give, I I tell the people, uh, I shouldn't say people because it may seem like it's, it's (laughs) men and women. (laughs) (laughs) It's whoever, nigga. It's people, nigga. It's sex is fluid. Sex. Uh, <laughs> opening women up the like in, in ways, but then I think back like I be telling them my red flags. I, I'm like, hey, this is where I'm at. Like I, 
with every relationship or every person that I talk to situation, I always tell them exactly where I'm at. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I remember I put emotionally unavailable in one girl's phone. Keith Johnson, emotionally unavailable. Here's my number. Still texting me. You know what I mean? Like you could you could literally put the red flag right there. They're gonna they're gonna try to get what they want from you. Oh, for sure. But if you have two people who are willing, and and that doesn't mean you're not gonna have fear going through that process. Mm-hmm. Sometimes like what I realize is some people have like life hangups or life walls. Mine were like <laughs> I thought I had like walls up. But I had fake walls. They were just, they look like fake. They look like a wall. Those cartoon walls? Yeah. With the acne Yeah. <laughs> you just walk, you walk in. And then the other person tries to walk in and it's a it's real a wall, wall. But like, yeah, yeah the, right, the right person, you have you walking through the right wall, man. Here, here's the issue though, bro. Like, I feel like, and we talked about this in other episodes. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm in, you know, I'm, I'm on the brink of looking at other accessible women you know what i mean like eric andre's dating emily radikowski and i it's so funny you bring that up because that is um that's the crux when you get to our age and you start dating you're dating you're no longer dating for the fun of dating you're now dating because you're trying to date with a purpose and right when you make that slight decision it seems like another door opens up to another batch of women that you didn't have access yeah. to before. And it's because you're like, your mind is is heightened. Mm-hmm. So everything you do follows suit, right? And now women that weren't attracted to you before are attracted to you now. Sliding. And now you have to make a, like a, a decision. It's, tough. it's like when you go on a diet, you're like, all right. And then you go to work and then they throw a pizza party. You're like- that. What am oh, I going to do, right? You got to have a slice of pizza. So it's just like, <laughs> it's, it, that's it. It is true, but that's the hard part. It's yeah. like, now you, you're making that decision. It's like, you don't know until you know, you know? Yeah. Like, you could go on the path you're going with to the person that opened you up to get to this level, and then it could fall apart. But does that mean that access that you had to these new batch of lifestyles and women, does that go away? Are you always open to it? You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Can you can you come back? Can you double back later? You know, I I think it's it's like it's it's a series of choices that you just can't make. You have to say the straight and narrow because if you make one choice, then it's a rolling, it's exactly. a domino effect, it's a slippery it's, slope. It's a very slippery slope. I I struggle with that. I think I find myself when I get into relationships. First off, it takes a long time for me to. Okay, you're my girlfriend. To even like you. It does. It takes a long time for me to even like open up that avenue. It's like, who's this girl? Oh, she's just yeah. around. I've I I, I brought countless women around. And yeah. You've just been like, what's going on? I'm be like, she's just here. It, <laughs> <laughs> to be able to introduce a girl to your friends, it means like, that's, yes. that's a big, big yeah. step. Um, and then, of course, the family and, and so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. But, like, yeah, there's uh, ugh, a lot of people who didn't make the cut. It's, it's a tough life, especially, and I don't want to be one of those dudes or people that's, like, dating in L.A. is hard. Mm-hmm. And it's it's because out of all the other cities, like, New York's a lonely 
you can be lonely in New York, but you won't be lonely in New York, if that makes sense. Right. Because when you walk out on the street, there's 2,000 other people that are in your way, right? Here, you could be lonely. LA's a lonely ass place. It's a yeah. lonely city. And like, if you're not getting invited to the parties, if you're not invited to like go out and party to bars <laughs> and stuff like that, you're sitting at home playing video, that shit gets lonely. Yeah. So then you're left to like dating apps and. You you be on the dating apps? I was. Okay. I was on I was on dating apps heavy, but that's because I'm you know I'm a wordsmith. I'm co- I'm a comic. Yeah. So I can make you laugh. I can like take the conversation one way and then zigzag the other way. Yeah. I can have fun on it. Yeah. Whereas like in person, the only time you're seeing me in person is like I'm out with my friends at a bar, mm-hmm. right? If we anytime we went out or at a show. Yeah, and at a show, I want to be left alone like afterwards. Right, I don't want to talk to anybody. See, that's that's the thing too. Like, I'm I'm very particular about like who comes to watch me do comedy. Mm-hmm. I didn't care. I was really? Like, yeah, pull up. <laughs> nah, so what I was doing is I was matching with girls and be like, "You're a comedian." I'm like, "Yeah, come to this show." That was my bread and butter. Mm-hmm. I knew I was closing at the end of the night because I knew if a girl came, your element, yeah. I had to be funny. Mm-hmm. But uh, you ever bomb and get pussy? No. No, I <laughs> I make sure if any woman comes out to see me that I'm it's a it's gonna I mean, be a you can't control set. it when you when it, when there's a bomb your way there's a bomb your so way I tell I make sure like whatever show it is I already know the setup I know that okay. they're gonna have a good crowd right <laughs> like I'm very comedy is where I have control I feel like yeah I feel like anytime I've gone up especially as of recently I've gone up in like. This is probably gonna go well. Gotcha. Right? <laughs> but you know, you are right. There are there are nights. There are, there I, are I'm I'm uh <laughs> I've been doing so well, I know I'm going to bomb soon and I know it's gonna be in front of people. You think it's gonna be mm-hmm. like in front of like somebody important? A bad bomb, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Yeah. Why? I've just been doing great. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm looking for what's looking for me. And there's a bomb coming. I feel I'm like eat it. It's whatever, yeah. but I feel like the energy we walked into 2023, I don't want to ruin this, but I have to say it. I feel like this is the year, you just have a year where like shit is just lined up, lined up and perfect. That's what this year feels like, which is why I don't believe that. Gotcha. See, but I don't think, I don't think a bomb to me is, it's fun sometimes. Bombs are fun and they, they help you grow, Uh but I don't, I don't. Something is different. Okay. Something just see no, I, and I, I, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna double and say I agree, I agree, I agree with you. I don't feel like I'm gonna bomb. I know it's gonna come, come. right? But like, I'm in a, I'm in a pretty like in the you bag. S- you see what I'm talking? Yes. Yeah, you're yeah. right. So that's why I'm just like, mm, I don't know. Maybe next year. Maybe next year's full of half and half. Maybe. Mm-hmm. But I just things are different. Yeah, I, feel, I I do feel like I have a little more control See? this year. Right. Um, what was the worst bomb you had? Oh shit. <laughs> All right, back in Baltimore. Um, is this is Baltimore. Yeah, you haven't had a. LA I haven't bomb? had a. I haven't had a bad bomb in Los Angeles since I've been here. Wow. I bombed. Yeah, but not like a not like where I was like, yo, bomb. I should quit comedy. Gotcha. This was uh, this was I should quit comedy. Okay. Um. It was a it was a 
Baltimore All-Stars competition or whatever. By the way, if you are watching our podcast or listening and you're thinking about doing like comedy, don't, don't. do competitions. There's or don't no, do comedy at all. It's or not, don't it's do comedy at all. At, but there are going to be somebody that's like, fuck you, I could do it. Don't do competitions. They're rigged. They're rigged. The club is not like you're not going to get anything out of it. The no. club is just doing that so they can make money on a slow night. I was doing a competition and it was the night that uh, Godfrey was there. Mm-hmm. Black Godfrey, African, Nigerian Godfrey. He's a killer. There's he's only he's one a, Godfrey. Oh, the other one. He's the, dead. Yeah. You know, but now there's only one Godfrey. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and um, this was like, I had been doing shows for a while at this point. And they weren't, like, I wasn't great. Mm-hmm. Like, this was like two years in. But I was getting stage time. And I did this com- this comedy show at the Baltimore Laugh Factory, or Comedy Factory. And my family came for the first time. Ooh. This shit was rough. Like, I I wanted to cry. Like, it was, I did a horrible joke about being so short that I'm, when you're short, you're just struggling to reach shit. And I did an act out. You ever do an act out and it doesn't go anywhere? You just acting out in silence? Yeah. It was bad. It okay. was It was one of those. I didn't even get a sympathy laugh from my family. Wow. And there it was like all black people. It was okay. it was rough. Yeah, that's tough, man. So um it took me two weeks to get back mm-hmm. on stage after that. Two weeks. Two weeks of me just being like, I'm a normal ass dude. Stop all this. You gonna do something with your you right. are you work. You're just gonna live life. You're just gonna live life. <laughs> Go, wake up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was, Be regular for a little bit. And at the time, I had a girl that was interested enough in me that was like, "You, sh- we should uh, get out of Baltimore and like, let's go down to D.C. or Virginia. And we went down to Virginia. And there's this mic where only 30 people can sign up. Okay. And what they do is it's not like first come, first serve. They literally question you. How long you been doing comedy? Where are you from? So I'm I was from Baltimore. It was like uh maybe an hour drive. They were like, all right, we're gonna give you two minutes. Mm-hmm. And those two minutes, I fucking crushed. And not like it was crushed for that back then, for what right. it was back then. And then they were like, come back next week. And then I got three minutes, and then it went to five, and then it went to eight. And then it was after that, I was like, okay, I can do this. You and got was, realigned. I got realigned. A bomb will realign. It yeah. will. It will. It really will. And that was my first time like realizing like, oh, I'm this is supposed to happen. Yeah. So what was your first what was your worst bomb? Worse. Worse. Uh at the comedy store, I used to get these development spots opening up for Crack 'em Up. Mm -hmm. And I like Crack 'em Up. It's a predominantly black show. Mm -hmm. And the show runs it. It's like one of one of the longest running shows at the comedy store that's, you know, pro black, if you will. Like it's and so she would always, she had, had, she had always kept tabs on me and like looked out for me with opportunities or whatever. So whenever I got development spots, she'd let me like run extra. Mm-hmm. So like I'd be the one of two door people there, but, or not door people, but one of two development spots, but everyone else hated it. Yeah. It was like, you know, when like white boys would come up, they would like try to duck and dodge or swap spots yeah so every thursday literally adam would only give me crack them up thursdays and i was like bro it's kind of racist at this point yeah yeah um but i ate them and i the show would give me like 10 minutes 15 minutes 
whatever. So I would, it wouldn't be great, but I would like find it through that 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. So one day she's like, hey, uh, run it, Rel's not here yet. I'm like, okay, cool. And like everyone starts packing in. And I'm like, oh, this is gonna be a good one. People are here. Mm-hmm. So I'm up three minutes. Not good. I'm like, okay, let me reset. Just, mm. <laughs> and then I like did next three, you know, through through some like heavy hitters. Nothing. I was just like whiffing. Just now I blew my load of like the first like seven, eight minutes of like all my jokes. So now it's out of order and I have no like, yeah, no like haymakers. So now I just have like these little, you know, jab, 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 punch jokes, just boop, 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 nothing. Just so Rell's 25 minutes late. <laughs> I'm up there for 25 minutes. No one like Nichelle's just in the back. Like, just I don't care. Just you're there. I'm like looking at everyone, the, all the, you know, like crack them up. All, that's where all the black comics yeah. come in, like size people up yeah there's a whole audience or a whole wall of comics just being like this nigga is trash bro. <laughs> i could feel it and then jack walks in because jack's on the show later yeah and i look up i'm like what's up jack and he's like nigga do not talk to me with that bombing ass energy <laughs> he, he checks in with the dj or whatever and then he leaves because yeah. i was expecting him to bail me out a little yeah yeah <laughs> riff with me get me out of it that nigga left me for another 10 minutes and then Rel Battle comes on. Uh, he just kind of interrupts me. All right, guys, I'm in. And I'm like, all right. That was fuck. I had that one like pierced my soul in a in a, in a very painful way. Oh, I, yeah, I, I couldn't I... like it took me a while to do crack them up again, like just mm-hmm. natural order of things. But then maybe like four weeks later, I finally got another development spot. And um it was me and Chappelle Lacey and Chappelle was like uh oh you want me to go first and I was like nah let me let me go first like I need to like redeem myself and I like caught a body opening it up good I was like good but then like maybe a year later Alex Hanna came up to me and he's a door guy at the comedy store and he's like uh oh I got the Keith spot today and I was like what is that he's like the the crack em up spot he was like you know, I know that you're the only person that really does that spot. And he was like, that shit's hard. And I was like, I, like, I feel like I earned my respect yeah, a little yeah, bit through those okay. spots. And I was like, all right. I That's ate. good. So now I don't I don't really do those spots anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't do crack them up anymore. I'm like, uh, I'm like, yeah, I graduated. Yeah. So um, now here's the ultimate question. When you will find yourself in a relationship, because I know it does for me, like I Sometimes it opens me up. Sometimes it closes me down, depending on who I'm with. Mm. Does the person you are with or entertaining affect your comedy? Does it make it better? Does it make it worse? Man, I was, I was like, right now, the space I'm in, it's making it better. Like, I'm, I'm more myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm more silly. And it's just based on the energy. Like, my disposition is, is better. Mm-hmm. I think that's what I had to be mindful of, like, a couple of things like there's certain people who I like dated where I would tell them things and then they'd almost like slide it down like oh I got this thing coming up and they'd be happy for you but mm-hmm. not really be happy right or you you're about to have a good day and all of a sudden you're in an argument and you're yeah. like I know it's not me yeah I'm in a good space dope shit's about to happen 
what the fuck is happening with you? Now right. you're going to like swerve into my lane and kind of fuck me up a little right. bit. But uh, with the right person, I feel like it enhances your your best qualities. Yeah. And then you're, you have a person to do the work with uh, or alongside with. So your 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 worst qualities are being worked on. Yeah. You know, you just have to find a partner who's self-aware to do that. Yeah. For me, because I've, since I've done comedy, I've been in, let's say, let's two real relationships. Mm-hmm. And one you know, was outside, like they weren't a comic, they had nothing to do with entertainment. Right. And when you date somebody like that, that, um, doesn't really understand doesn't understand that sometimes you got to drive four hours to go and do ten, a 10 yeah. minute spot sometimes you got to drive an hour just to do three minutes right. like they don't they don't get it no and then it turns to like well are you doing this because you don't want to be with me or are you doing this because you're choosing something over me and it turns to either or yeah and when you have somebody like that that kind of for me anyway that drained my creativity because i was i wasn't writing I wasn't able to write from a creative and happy place. I was writing from a place of contempt. Yeah. Right. Which I wasn't able to go go in depth. I wasn't able to like pull things apart, mm-hmm. figure out how I was feeling about a subject or anything like that. But then when you find somebody that <clears throat> is elated to just see you be yourself and yeah. your best self, doesn't matter in what form or fashion it is. They're yeah. just happy to be there and right. witness it. That makes you want to like be joyful in what you're doing even if the jokes are dark they're allowing you to explore that space yeah that feels good and i will say this is the first time i've been in a relationship where it's like i actually have somebody that's like rooting for me yeah right and because she understands the industry and is a little bit of a comic herself she um i won't say a little bit she is a comic (laughs) <laughs> that was that was that, I, didn't, I didn't that didn't come out right the, I, the, we'll keep that because it's funny but also anyway um <laughs> she does a little bit of comedy she'll she'll yeah, make me laugh every once in a while that shit was, that shit was rude yeah. i didn't even mean it anyway but she um <clears throat> it's fun because it, it almost feels i'm not gonna say competitive it's not competitive in right. nature but it feels like when she's doing something creative i want to do something creative right and it's like I don't want to hold her back from opening up her space. Right. So it makes me want to be better in my space. Right. That so I enjoy that. I think I enjoy having a partner that is in the same space as me. When like two people within the same field work together right and it's done correctly, it, mm-hmm. it could be great. Right. It I think the issue is Sometimes because you said it's competitive, but it's not necessarily because you want to be better, better than that person. Yeah. It's because your cycles are off. Right. So like, I know I'm a summer. Like when it's winter time, I'm like chilling. Right. Yes. But summer. That's summer. That's where that's I'm my at. season. Yeah. If your summer isn't like pop off time, then mm-hmm. you're just gonna see, you're gonna have to sit back right. and watch me sauce for four months. Right. You know, and then when it's your time, you know I'm exactly. gonna do the same. Yeah. But uh. I had to learn how to be mindful of that, mm-hmm. you know, when you fuck around with comics. But yeah, it's <laughs> it's tough. I'm I'm learning. I'm I think another thing I'm I'm trying to figure out, you know, because my birthday's coming up, and I'm trying to figure out what my like. This would be last relationship I had. You never met her. No. And when we would go out, she never came. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm. 
comfortable with this partner enough, obviously, to bring her around and go do stuff. Right. I'm interested to see what that energy looks like with all my friends and us partying together. As warmer, you know, warmer weather gets warmer. I think you'll be fine. I think so too. Yeah. But the you call it famous people energy. Yeah, when you when you turn up last year when we came, was it your birthday party? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn, time's flying. It really is. God damn, it is. Um, that's another thing. Time slows down, bro. When you that's what I was gonna say. Love, yeah, nigga, that shit. Every, <laughs> you, days are long. Bro. Yeah, it's great. Days uh, are long, and that and that's I think that's intentional. Like like when you're alone, shit be just flying. Yeah, by. and it's you're like, like, why am I? I'm missing out on so much. Yeah, and then when you're partnered up, it's like yeah, hey, we could just be chilling. Yeah. Um, yeah. You when we saw you at the bar, and people <laughs> try being married. I don't know if I could be married yet. But I don't even want to. I want that. to. I want. I want it, but I. I need to slowly let myself get there. Yeah. Um. We. I don't know what it. I think that. I mean, I knew you had it in you. Obviously, like mm-hmm. it's very rare you see somebody's like it factor just beaming. Yeah. Outside of like what we do, mm-hmm. and when when I saw you walking, I was like, "You have P Diddy energy." I was like, "Holy shit!" Like <laughs> I've seen because <laughs> I've seen P Diddy in a party, and yeah. it, it just like people kind of stop and watch him. Yeah. When I saw you, <laughs> it, it, the funny thing is like. Everyone, Diddy was taller than most people. Yeah, but yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> so I didn't know what was happening. But everyone was stopping and then like looking, and then yeah. I was, then you came out and you're like, "Hey, you're like fucking blacked out, drunk." But you had like girls buying you drinks. Yeah, that was a one girl tried to fight someone yeah. that we were with, and yeah. then I was like, "Bro, like," and she didn't even know you. She was just trying to be close to you. Yeah. And I was like, yo, what the fuck is happening right now? I was like, bro, <laughs> you had famous nigga energy. And I was like, okay, I finally saw like the it factor, yeah. like on like you were just walking around super saying. And yeah. I was like, that makes sense. So that's what I'm worried about. I don't know what that looks like. I don't yeah. know what that tra- she hasn't seen it yet. Yeah. Right? And that's just stuff like when we go out, that's how we are. Mm-hmm. That is what I'm wondering. Can she keep up? Is will she have her own? I feel that. You know what I'm saying? Will yeah. she feel insecure? Will that make her feel insecure? Mm-hmm. LA, I will say between East Coast cities and, and, and West Coast cities, specifically LA, it, when you got it, you got it. When your crew has it, you guys got yeah. it. When we all go out, we all got it. Yeah, we're on. New York, you can just be an extra. Yeah. And that's the... You got to... LA is like... And that's why I don't like going out because it's like you need a lot of money to be mm-hmm. seen mm-hmm. and you have to be on. Like I have to like almost like turn like, like yeah. here we go. <laughs> here we, <yes. sighs> you got to get you got to get amped up yeah, and I'm to like, just be, you got to be get, you got to get amped up just to be cool. Yeah. Which is wild. Which is wild. I just want sometimes. Yeah, I do like that. Like East Coast feel where you could just be in your cool. But exactly. Like, yeah, you got to turn up. Yeah. And come on. And mm-hmm. like right before you enter the door, you oh, here we go. Oh, and just, it's, it's exhausting. Yeah. It is exhausting. I, uh, I had this moment. We went out for drinks mm-hmm. and uh, we sat down. There's another couple, and I'm walking, and the girl stops me with her boyfriend. She's like, "Oh my god." You're a comedian, right? And I was like, yeah, why? And she's like, 
I was at one of your shows. She was like, I literally have videos of you on my phone. You're so funny. And she's like, <laughs> she's giving it to me hard. She's like, oh my God, you were the best one on the show. And, da, da, da. and I was like, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then you got to watch her normal ass yeah. boyfriend be like, huh. Yeah. And then her dog kept running up to me because I had good energy. <laughs> I kept leaving her boyfriend and coming up to me to come like nestle up next to me. And I was like, he's, that's what he's out like, watching. I, I got your fucking dog yeah. and your girl, bro. <laughs> he's got to watch that energy. He's yeah. got to sit there and be like, this is what this it looks is, like without yeah, me. Yeah. I need to step up. Yeah. You help that relationship flourish. Hopefully, because I, you know, and I, I, I made sure like, hey, man, I'm I'm with I'm with me. I'm on me right now. Right. You know, what I mean? I'm, I'm, on, I'm on me time. But like, you know, it is you should be concerned. Right. Because like every girl could get finesse. It's just a matter of who could finesse her. Yes. You know, yeah, yeah, and yeah. it's like, you know, the the right guy could come up and just <laughs> and I and I knew what it was. Is she she was she looked mixed like me. She's mm-hmm. like little. Maybe Filipino, not necessarily black, but like when Something. she saw me, yeah, she was like, "I like that guy because he looks like like the guy then, was the guy white." Yeah, I'm, yeah. And then I was like, <laughs> yeah. "Hey, man, I, I genuinely believe like you know, it's that Kanye line. There's a thousand users, only one of me. Like I, I mm, believe that line. Like that's a true every line. everyone I leave or everyone I I like step away from. I'm like, look, man." I, I want you to find somebody better. But good luck. More than likely you're not. I man, there I there are girls that I purposely don't delete or block just so it's like a reminder. Yeah. Like it's a reminder. Like this You're not gonna get better. you it's not. You got to settle. There's that. two there's two girls that I dated who dated who I like knew who like liked them. Mm-hmm. And we both agreed that that person was like the lesser version of me like it was the digimon version of me <laughs> your pokemon and yeah, digimon. <laughs> i was like if you want to go digimon go go be digimon but nobody watched digimon no how, how many episodes did digimon or seasons did digimon I don't have no exactly i just pokemon's I just, been on forever yeah <laughs> and both of them got with their digimon niggas and i was like hey man and both like well one of them didn't both well, actually, the play mobile. <laughs> uh, both of them like circled back at one point in time, and I was like, I don't want you, like, you can't Not, go from Digimon back can I to tell Pokemon. you what, like, with a huge turnoff for me is if somebody comes back after they've left, they chose to leave, mm-hmm. and they come back and say, You're my person, yeah. You're my person, and I made a mistake. It's nah, too late. it's too late. Yeah, sleep in that. Yeah, I need you to. I need you to roll around in that. Yeah, all the shit that I had said. That's the. I feel like that's the biggest thing right now. Is now that I have a new girlfriend. To me, it's not that like oh I was great and somebody saw it. It's I won my last breakup. Yeah, that's how I see it. That's toxic as fuck. Yeah, but it's funny and it's true. Yeah. It's like it didn't take that long for somebody to get, like come along and be like, "Oh no, you're you're dope." Yeah, it's just a matter of time, and it's yeah. like I was talking to Garrick about that yesterday. I was like, "I've never met another Garrick. I never met mm-hmm. another you. I never met another me." Mm-hmm. And it's just like, yeah, that's it. That's <laughs> you. You could. There's going to be people who 
emulate you mm -hmm. or try to sauce like, like it's like no it's, what i think is common and you did your parents when you were growing up tell you to just be yourself a little bit yeah that's but they made me like they enhanced me in certain ways where like they'd make me do certain shit that i didn't understand until i was older like that yeah. that's what i i went through so i was always I was always weird. Like I was a weird kid mm -hmm. and you know, I used to get picked on when I was smaller. And then as I got bigger and started fighting back and stuff like that, I still would have the mental anguish of it. Mm -hmm. And my parents would just be like, you're different. You're just different. Yeah. I don't know. Like look back. I don't know if they were just trying to tell me like, we think you're gay, but they were just being did, like, did your parents think you were gay for a little bit? I don't now? think they did, okay. but I think they did see that <laughs> I was I hate you. <laughs> nah, I, just... I, I think they could see that I was like I was always on the outside, mm -hmm. and it wasn't like I wasn't upset, but I felt like weird yeah. and different in spaces. And I remember my mom being very clear, like you you are trying to fit into something that's not built for you. Mm -hmm. You are trying to be part of something that is literally built to keep you out. Right? Why not just? Be different. Yeah. Because wherever you end up is going to feel so much better at the end when everybody right. gravitates to you. Yeah. And that is how I've lived my life. Uh-huh. And I feel like anybody that's in my circle, our friends included, they've all had that one person that's been like, yo, just keep being you. If you're yeah. weird, be weird. Yeah. It. I mean, weird is looked at as a bad word, but it it really shouldn't. It should it shouldn't. be the thing you're trying to be. Like, be weird. Mm -hmm. Like. And I, I think that's what makes me able to like unscrew the shells of like the women I talk to is like because I'm just weird. Yeah. It's like I'm gonna I'm gonna do weird shit around you. Right. I'm gonna grab your little underarm skin and shit like that. <laughs> yeah. No, there's just, it's fun. Yeah. It's uh, fun. I'm gonna circle back. My parents thought I was. My dad thought I was gay for a second because really? uh, yeah. You know, you ever listen to Tyler the Creator like freestyle, like on like Sway and shit? He'll yes. fuck around and yeah. rap gay. So <laughs> in high school, um, me and my homie Mike used to like gay rap. <laughs> this is, I don't know why I'm telling this story, but um, we used to be like, you know, I'm an asshole come through with my boxers backwards so that, you know, the holes in the back, like we'd yeah. have bars like that. Yes. And uh, <laughs> so we got really good at that. Like we got so good where we were like, oh, we need to make a mixtape. So <laughs> he made like one song, but like I have like an addictive personality when I'm yes. creative. So I'm just like, I just made like six songs. Yeah. I made a whole little EP and um, I put it on my iPod. And like I'd I'd play it with my friends, and they like I it had like a normal beat, and then I'd come on, and then it would like be it'd be me rapping, and then you hear the punchline, and you're like, what the fuck is he saying? <laughs> and then I'd like that would be the bit. <laughs> and so <laughs> I just like you know I had it on my iPod, and then I just like forgot about it, and then eventually I got an iPhone. Yeah. And then my dad was like, let me get that iPod so I could go to the gym. And he, he never liked to listen to, like, he listens to, like, Neo Soul, like, Eric yeah. Badu. And he always do. I listen to, like, real rap, like, just, like, real loud rap and whatever. Yeah. And so he uses that music to work out. And so he's working out one day and that, that track comes up. <laughs> 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 he 
you know, my dad's like a he's like he's an old older like black dude yeah. from the military. Don't yeah. ask, don't tell ass nigga. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> I remember I'm in college. I, I'm in like my senior year, so like this is like years past. I forgot all about it. I'm yeah. just chilling, and uh, <laughs> he emails me. He's like, "You got something to tell me?" <laughs> and then he sends me the mixtape. <laughs> That's such a man thing. He can't call you. He had to send you an email. A, but he, he <laughs> you can't email at work. <laughs> Because like if you're emailing from like the Pentagon, you have you have a classified email, so you have yes. to get requests to have unclassified emails. Right. So he had to go get an unclassified email to ask me what the fuck was going That's on. That's toxic masculinity <laughs> right there. That is so fucking funny. That is <laughs> Bro, that I was but that was the fun and I called him immediately. I was like, You listen to it? He's like, Yeah, and I was like, Was it good? He's like, What is that? I was like, Hey man, me we just be making fun of shit. <laughs> <laughs> But I think deep down he thinks I am. That's wild. But the the bars were good, bro. <laughs> just gay as shit. It was just real gay. Like <laughs> then once I saw Tyler do it, I was like, bro, I like if we would have got good at this shit, dog, <laughs> I could have been Tyler the Creator. Like that was the the moment for me to like lean into that shit. <laughs> but here we are, man. Uh, favorite love song. <laughs> this is. This is what's happening. Every every love song, yeah. the lyrics are exactly what I'm like living Going, in the moment. Yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah. man, is every song about us? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Bro, it's just yeah, it's just the colors are bright, man. I'm I'm feeling good. Um, I'm on some Snow Allegra. Okay. Um, on the way up here. Uh, for real, for real, this time. I was listening yeah, yeah. to Tyler. Uh, yeah, there's there's a lot, man. There's a lot of there's a lot of songs I've just been bumping. Mine are uh, Candy Rain. Oh, you're going old school. I got wow. Yeah. Um, so Candy Rain. Mm-hmm. Bound to. Okay. I when a real niggas I'm, hold you down, you're supposed to drown. God. That that's I mean, a, that's a bar right there. It's so good. Mm-hmm. It's so good. Um, Ari Lennox and J Cole, Shea Butter. Yeah. Uh, A Marie. Yeah. Why don't we? But the Ludacris version, okay. which is very hard to track down. Yeah. Very hard. But that one, that A Marie by herself was great. But the Ludacris version goes hard. I've been listening to a lot of Miguel. Miguel, um, it sometimes he'll teeter me back into like a breakup into an old fling. So I, I gotta you gotta chill. I gotta chill on Miguel. But I'll do some Frank Ocean. I was dude. about to say Frank. Frank. Pink Matter. Pink Matter. Okay. Pink Matter is like where is that? Or uh, see, that's my that's my breakup song because there's a line. <laughs> there's a line where he's like, um, Andre's like, she'd be better off with a regular guy. And I think that a lot with a lot of the girls that I date where I'm like, you need a regular guy. You can't have somebody like women date out of their league a lot. They and do. They don't realize that. No. You know what I mean? It's they like, try to form it to them, mm-hmm. not realizing that they actually don't have to. <laughs> we had an episode where we were like, not talking about women, but being in love. And we we're like, now nah, we're back to criticizing women. Good. This is what <laughs> yeah. it really is. Yes. This is all women's fault. Yeah. It takes us this long. I mean, it takes. Listen. It takes a woman that's just like, 
I see you for who you are and I want to be a part of that mm -hmm. versus I see what you're trying to do, but I can make it better. Yeah. That's the issue. Yeah. That's really the issue. I was on TikTok of all places. I hate that I'm shouting out TikTok, but there's this woman that was saying that like some man she was with, they broke up. He got married. Years later, he reached out and said, you were the one that got away. Mm -hmm. And she was like, what are you talking about? You're married. And he was like, I just wasn't ready. Mm -hmm. And I think as for men, when it comes to like taking the next step or whatever, it's not necessarily about like falling in love, although that is a component to it. It's more about right place, right time. Yes. And if you are the woman that is patient enough to, and I'm not saying like stick around for 20 years, but if you're patient enough to let a man go through his own growth process mm -hmm. and you're not forcing him, you're not like, let's go to couples therapy. Let's yeah. argue about this. Let's, if you're seeing that like, okay, he's an entrepreneur and he has this product he's getting off the line and he's working. Don't then cut into that and be like, oh, you're spending all this time on this product and you're not spending it on me. Mm -hmm. Therefore, you're making it against like a, it's either me or it's that. Right. Where actually it's really both. Mm -hmm. And I feel like a woman that understands all of you will see that you work this hard so you can provide the life that you see us living. Right. And I think a woman that waits around for that to see that blossom, that's the woman that's in the right place, right time. Right. It Also, the intention... Like, my intention was more instinctual exactly. than, like, you could be like, okay, the next person that I'm going to be with, I'm going to be in a relationship with. Yeah. It, it's not going to work that no. way. It, for me, it was just, like, an, an instinctual, like, no, this, like, because I was, I literally went in with my guard, like, being like, nah, I'm good. Mm -hmm. I, I, I have what I have. I'm cool. I'm chilling. Right. And then I was like, nope, this, all of these people are gone. I'm, I'm going this way now. Yeah. And so, um. Also, what I was thinking, too, is how you start off in a relationship. There's girls who, like, we start off fucking. Mm -hmm. it's, it's the Patrice joke. You start off as, a like, a, a 2 o'clock, 2 a.m. bitch, and then you work your way up to the daytime. But the issue with that is it's hard to get out of the night shift. Yes. It, it's, it's like there's girls who I genuinely care for and liked. But because we started off fucking, I don't take you seriously. That. Oh, my God. That, I mean, that's how I was. Yeah. If you, if I was like, yo, let's hang out, and it was 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock, we went and got drunk, and then we fucked, we will never be in a relationship. No. It'll never happen. Mm -mm. Now, if we hung out, and you were like, I like you, I don't want to do this, that made me into you more. Yeah. Because that meant like you cared enough about the growth of our path and our relationship that you were willing to withhold sex. Yeah. And that made me respect you and want to be with yeah. you. Yeah. There's another end of, so the, on the opposite end of the spectrum, it's, there's women who are like, oh, I'm not having sex first date. You need, I need this, this, this. That, are you done? Like, and then I'm, I'm like, nah, I'm yeah. good. So yeah. there's finding that balance of like, you know, wanting to have sex, not, not having sex. And then just like walking that like straight and narrow mm -hmm. line. To the point where you're like, oh, I'm all in, and then and then you go from right. there. Because it's a there's a nuance. the The reason they don't want to have sex isn't because um, they're saving themselves from marriage or anything like that, but because they see you, mm -hmm. not see like you're a dirtbag or you're just another guy. They see you and they're like, oh, this is something I want around. Yeah. 
And when they're able to express that vocally, you're somebody I want around, you're somebody I want to invest in, that makes me feel seen as an individual. That makes me feel like, oh, you're actually here for me. Yeah. And not for me to fill a spot. Yeah. Because a lot of women, like when you go on dates, you're just filling a seat. Yeah. You're filling the seat that's across for them to make them feel good of where they are. Yep. So they have somebody to like, hey, I'm with this guy. I'm talking to this dude, yeah. whatever. Versus like, no, there's this person I met that makes me feel great. Yeah. And I have to get my shit together. Mm-hmm. And, or, or I have to be the best version of myself. And then after that, then you could de-layer and, exactly. and do whatever. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it, that I've tried to transition people, even even if it's like a friend first, like us, like I've been friend zoned, and then you try to transition mm-hmm. over. It's like that's when you realize, like, okay, I can't fuck everybody that I'm supposed to like right. be friends with. But also, like, <clears throat> um, yeah, it just it, it it almost just has to fit like perfectly. Yeah, and it just yeah. there's so many like factors in how it worked out you're like oh okay this this is like this is different but it makes sense like yeah the things make sense with other relationships it's like okay if i could tweak this this will like this will work this will work this will work but like it's just too much work that's an important thing you brought up about like being friend zone and then working yourself out of that i'm telling dudes out there right now just eat eat the l bro eat the l do not don't look at the friend zone as like you need to get out of it and you're waiting around. Do not wait around. Move move on. Get out. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, if you're one of those dudes that's waiting around and then like you guys get drunk and then it turns into like a friendly fuck or whatever, it will ruin everything. Yeah. It will because in your mind what you built it up to be, it will never live up to that. And what ends up happening is that now your friendship's ruined. She's not the girl you thought she was. And everything you know from the outside looking in or how she dealt with those relationships, you're now wondering why she's not doing that with you. So you're comparing. You're comparing all her other dudes, all the other dicks she's seen to you, and it's not going to make anything easier. Leave that bitch alone. Y'all are just friends. It's chemical. It is is definitely chemical. She already chose, bro. It's like she didn't choose, so you got to let it happen. Now, there's some circumstances where you choose and then the circumstances don't work out mm-hmm. whatever and then you have to like put a pin in it but like if you shot your shot and it just didn't go through yeah then you got to eat that L mm-hmm. like and and it hurts it does like, it does no your chemistry's not going to work you're going to your dick's not going to get hard yeah. it's not it's not going to be, gonna be good. weird it's going to be dry yeah. it ain't going to be fantastic you're not going to win her over with right. your dick game and guess who you can't talk to after you realize her pussy's trash her. her you can't tell her like you would tell her about all the other girls yeah. you have to keep that and she's gonna ask she's like you talk to me about every other girl why can't you talk about me i'm telling you it's a mess don't do it yeah you gotta save it um dating is expensive though bro Bruh. that shit listen i'm not gonna disclose how you know how much i make in my life like that's enough for one person it, it, yeah. to be happy and like thrive yeah you add another person with their feelings and emotions and uh, the capability to be hungry. It's a it's a lot. Of it's a lot. Money, it's I get why marriage is a tax write off. Yes, it, it all of it makes sense. You need to get married because you get a fucking tax break. Yes, that's it. I that's I need, for men. I need a break. It's yeah. You got to get married. That's yeah, that's, that's it. It's 
it's not learning how to spin right. No, it's not. It's, <laughs> it, it is. The game's different, Mark. It is. The game's, you got out a long time ago. Yeah, it's vastly it's a, different. It's a different game, bro. Here's, here's what you need to understand about dating in Los Angeles. You step out of your house on any given day by yourself, it's $100. Yeah. Now, add another person to that. That's another $100. That's Man. $200 a day. A day. And then you got a bitch that wants to go outside all the time and enjoy sunsets and walks and ice cream and look at dogs. And now I'm just venting, but you understand. Yeah, like it's, it, it's it, pricey. It gets pricey fast. I so, was like, God damn, I don't, <laughs> I'm about to pick up a job. I'm about <laughs> to pick up some editing gigs or <laughs> some shit. Uh, this shit is stupid. It is. It's crazy. And they don't get it. They don't get it. Oh, I can help out. No, you can't. No, get a little you, fucking twenty dollars yeah, tip. Well, get the fuck out of here! Yeah, paying the parking meter because right. you think you're being helpful. No, no, that's just no. Yeah. And it feels when they do it, when they do help, it feels patronizing. Yeah, because it's like now you're not enjoying this date that you the way you should be enjoying it. Yeah, because now it's like we're going Dutch. Yeah, it's ugh. it's it's rough. Yeah, welcome to the game, bro. Yeah, I. <laughs> we'll, we'll see. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to file for bankruptcy soon. But, uh, well, but what what it did was make me get my shit in order because like I have an LLC that I've been like fucking off with, mm -hmm. and I was like, oh no, I'm gonna have to organize my funds now, and like yeah. now I'm running an official business <laughs> mm -hmm. just to keep everything sorted. Yeah, and I was like, it okay. really does make you grow up. It does, and yeah. I I think I don't know if I told you this, but. What I learned, I don't know if it was from shrooms. Maybe it was from shrooms. You, you remember in high school, like you leave high school mm -hmm. and then you go back to high school and there's still your group of friends that are still there. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. 1.0, right? Yes. Then you have a, you have a operation, uh, what was it, operating system update, which mm -hmm. we talked about. And then I think deciding to have a partner and then going off into the world that's the the next level of yourself because like after a while you realize like oh i don't belong like being out in the streets you you re you're like oh i don't i don't belong out here anymore. No. like it's just like no. it's grim yeah it's like you 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 start finding like the bottom feeders mm -hmm. and that's <laughs> when you get got it's like you're just walking the streets. Yep. The bottom feeders start talking to you, and then you're like, you know what? I will go home with you. And then you're like, what am I doing? Once you hit that point, it's like <laughs> that's when you start going back to your old high school. That, and you're like, yeah, you know. So like, I have a friend where I went over to visit him, and and he's in a similar situation where he's very intentional with this woman. Now mm -hmm. I've known him through like through all his hoes and and the girl friends that he's maintained. Yeah. This is one person who he is very intentional with. Like he's very specific. But the thing is he keeps like he'll go because he's playing it so perfect. He'll have these like benders if you will where he'll just go out and party for like 2 3 days straight. Mm -hmm. and he's out like and I'd make fun of him before he got a girlfriend. I'd be like, I could call this nigga at any time of the day and he'll pick up. Yeah. I'll be like, I'll call him at four o'clock in the morning. I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, oh, I'm out with my friends. And I'm like, why are you doing that? <laughs> it's like, it's not fun. But now his girlfriend's like, you can't do that anymore. You come home at two o'clock. And when I was there, I agreed with her, but I fought, I fought on his behalf because I was like, 
look, I'm still single, so I'm gonna I'm gonna fight on behalf of men. Right. And that's the thing that I need to lose is like I still don't pick my battles. If, if there's a battle, I'm fighting. Like I'm fighting <laughs> to the death over I, and and I could feel us getting like heated and, and Marcus is looking at me. He's like, No, you know, I agree. I need to come in early. And I'm like, No, you don't. This isn't about you, Marcus. This is about the principle of shit. Because it's like, no, you're gonna end up putting your like I was like, what is the issue? I was like, because I, I could attest that Marcus isn't doing shit. Like, he's literally just right. having a beer and listening to music with, like, a group of friends. Yeah. And then he'll go home when the sun comes up. I was like, there's nothing wrong with that. And she's like, no, mine's, I need him home. There's just shit outside that, like, he doesn't need to be out doing. And I was like, yeah. I disagree with that. Even though I, deep down I agreed with her. And That's I think coming home early... And just being like, hey, I'm I'm just here. Yeah. That's the 3.0. Like yeah. you're you're out hanging out with your high school friends. You're mm-hmm. going to get in some shit. Yes. It may not happen 99% of that time, but, but that one percent of the time yep. you're gonna end up. That's um that's crazy. That's absolutely true. But you gotta grow up. Yep. You gotta like and it's scary. Yeah. Because you're like, oh shit, like we're doing this. Like I asked my mom, like they had bought their second house, and I was like, how did it feel? She was like, I was scared. Like me and your dad ran to the car and we're like breathing hard and we're like, we we did it. And I was like, oh, that fear never ends. Mm-mm. Now you just have somebody to, to like live it with. Yeah, yes. live it with, and then you're just both going in the direction. Yeah. And I think a good relationship is like it's half love, half business. Mm-hmm. You have a CFO now or a COO or a CVO, whatever it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like whatever your partner is, it's like you're just going. And I think it's it's up to like the Marcuses of the world, like, you, you know, mm-hmm. to get in, in the, in the seat and like play your position. Cause like, yeah. if not, you're going to be the nigga who's 45 and a, yeah. in a one bedroom apartment. That like, is get with the program. That is, that was my, I've never feared being alone, but I feared being alone and being rugged. Yeah. That I don't want to, I don't want to, if I'm going to be alone, let me be happy and fruitful. Yeah. But like, to be alone and be like looking at sh- just like watching my friends like live lavish lives and me just like working a job and doing comedy is just like I don't want I don't want that yeah you know so you just, like and I think the reason why we fight it is because women like and this is why we don't like women this is the the fucking root of it speak on it is women make you do gay shit like yes. they just yeah just like I don't want to. I don't want to take fucking bruh. JC Penny pajama pictures, I'm, bruh. That, but you got to do it. Hand holding drives me insane. Hand holding in Out, the car, just in the car is fine. Yeah, but when you're walking, and it, it's so funny. This is when I learned like how my sister, my sister's very much like me. We were like, I had said this out loud to my mom, and my mom, was, something's wrong with you. My sister's like, no, this makes sense. I can't stand to be out walking. And now I got to hold your hand, which is part of your weight and my weight with your weight. And then like, I got to speed walk, but then I got to slow down to keep up with you. Girls walk slow. They walk so slow. You ever slow. watch Asian couples? Like the man always walks first. I like that. Cause yeah, yeah. I'm like, girls just be walking it's slow, slow, bro. Just right. Let me go. Yeah. 10 steps ahead. It's, <laughs> it's just, it's too much. And then my hand gets sweaty and your hand gets sweaty, but you don't want to let go because you're in love. And this is your way of showing me love. Yeah. You know how you can show me love by let me the fuck go. Yeah. That would mean so much to me. Wow. See, I like holding hands. With you, the, yeah. With, with outside, the right person. Outside. Yeah. Outside walking. Yeah. Nah. I, I, 
Couldn't be me, bro. bro. I was at the store caked up the other day. I can do it in the store. No, no, like the, the comedy store oh, is caked <laughs> up in front of everyone. I didn't give a shit. No, nah, I can't do it. I need, I just feel like if some shit pops off, we got to run. I'm dragging you versus like me placing you someplace and taking care of the situation. I feel that. So it's just, I'm, I'm a very uh, militant and strategic thinker. Whereas when you have a girl, she's just caught up in the, this is nice. This is right. I'm holding my man's hand. He makes me feel good. Fuck hand holding. No, because you. I mean, if you think of things strategically, like like chess, if you will, this is how I see things. Everyone has to play their position, right? So mm-hmm. whatever position you are, you just play the position you are. Kings could only move one square at a time, right? Right. So. You can move up, down, left, right. Mm-hmm. Queens can move across the board, so they have more mobility than their king. Right. But if the king gets off the board, the game is done. Mm-hmm. So she has to be mobile. You can't be holding hands. You got to go over there, come back, go over here, come back, make sure I'm I good. Rest it's my like, case. That's it. You know, rest be, my be case. the king, kings. Yeah. I just, I'm growing though. Yeah. Get I'm, with the program, be the king, and find your queen, and go yeah. off into la la land and have some fucking kids take the pajama pictures do the gay shit fall in love be in love maintain your love operate a business together buy some houses buy some property go on vacation send your kids off you know that's it it's really it could be that easy it could be that easy we make we we make make it much more difficult than it needs to be be. and that that i think that is the conclusion of it all is like we really do make it difficult yeah just do the gay shit bro yeah it'll it'll make life easier i agree with that yeah all right well that's this week's episode of the gentleman's weekly go out there and find you love the right love the right love Mm -hmm.